You're listening to Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel, Las Vegas. This is where real faith meets real change. Be sure to listen to us through Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Follow us on your favorite service to get instant notifications when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also check us out on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, praisechapellasvegas.com to find out more about what PCLV is all about. With that being said, listen up, because here comes the word. Amen. Give the Lord one more hand clap. Amen. Hallelujah. Go ahead and grab a seat this afternoon. Promise to get you out of here. Of course, we have the teachers meeting. So we'll be meeting right here in this section for those that want to be part of that or those that are already part of their goal for some few things and few changes. Amen. Get ready for our not only for our church but our conference. Amen. Praise the Lord. We're in a new series, uh, as you guys know. We started last week. Uh, it's called the Breath of God. The Breath of God. Amen. And it's important that we as a church need to focus on the written word of God. The breath of God that causes the church to come alive. It causes us, somebody say me, causes us to come alive. It causes us to be still and to know that He is God. His written word helps us to trust in Him. Come on, somebody say, in God I trust. The breath of God keeps us alive not only physically, but spiritually. Amen? Throughout this series, you've got to understand how powerful the Word is. How powerful the written Word of God is. How powerful this is. I mean, it, is the, it is the very breath of God. And as we start to read, it, it starts to breathe on us. Amen. And keeps us alive. Amen. And last Sunday, I talked about two things that the breath of God does for us. How many remember those? Shout it out. Not all yet once. Life, it does, brings understanding and brings order. Brings understanding and brings order. Somebody say understanding, order. Those are the two things I hit on yesterday. And yes, it brings all the other things that you may have thought about and didn't say it. But it, God's Word does a lot of things, amen. But the, the things that I talked about, it brings understanding. How many need some understanding in life? Come on, I'm understanding with your spouse. Come on, understanding with your children. Understanding through a sickness. Understanding through a situation, a storm. God brings that understanding through the Word of God. Amen. It also brings order. Come on, somebody. Come on, how many know that we need order in our lives? Come on, now, come on. There is order in God's house. Amen. There's never things out of order. And so when things are out of order, it's because we don't have the breath of God inside of us. His word's not living inside of us. And sometimes when His word's not in us, disorder comes into our lives. Can somebody say amen? So His word brings order. Amen. I want you to turn to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. 2 Timothy 3.16. New King James, it says this. All Scripture, somebody say all Scripture, is given by the inspiration of God, and it is profitable, profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. The NIV puts it like this, all Scripture is God-breathed. God-breathed. 
Now, I want you to turn to Ezekiel, where I'm building this, this series through. Ezekiel chapter 37, verses 1 through 10. And I'm going to read out of the New uh, King James Version. And it says like this. The hand of the Lord came upon me and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord. And he sent me down in the midst of the valley. It was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by all of them around. And behold, there were very, very many in the open valley. And, and indeed, they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord, only you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, I surely will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and I will bring flesh upon you and cover your skin and Put breath in you, and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So it goes on to say, So I prophesied as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling. And bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered over them, but there was no breath in them. He also said to me, Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on the slain that they may live. And so I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and they stood up on their feet, an exceedingly great army. Hallelujah. Powerful scripture there, amen, of what the breath of God does to us, amen. And we learn that the word prophecy... In the Hebrew, means to speak under the inspiration of God. In other words, to speak by the breath of God. Not in your own words, but to speak God's word. Can somebody say amen? So I'm going to give you the two other things this morning or this afternoon on what the breath of God does for you and I. Are you guys ready? What are the first two? And understanding order. I want you to keep that in mind. We went through that, amen? God's word, his breath brings understanding and it brings order to our lives. Number three, the breath of God brings us strength. Somebody say strength. Hallelujah. Have you ever needed strength going through something? I'm going to need some strength right now. Come on. Come on. I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where I prayed to the Lord, God, I, just give me strength to get through this. You know, what, what's hitting my life, this trial, this storm, or whatever I may be going through, God, I, God, if I had a little more strength, I know that I can make it through. I, if I had a little more strength, I know that I can overcome. Well, Ezekiel 37, 6 that I read, he says, I will put sinews on you, which are tenants. And verse 8 says this, Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them. This is what, what gives us strength today, church. It's the tendons that are connected to the muscle. In Exodus chapter 15, it talks about the song of Moses. a song that they sang after they crossed the Red Sea. In the book of Revelations, if you read it in Revelation 15, it says that we will sing the song of Moses when we get into heaven. So we better learn the song. Hallelujah. But learn that another day. Exodus chapter 15, verses 8 through 10 in the New King James, it says this, and we're, remember, we're talking about the breath of God. This is a powerful 
powerful scripture here, amen, talks about his breath. It says right here, and with the blast of his nostrils, the, fa- the waters gathered together and the flood stood upright like a heap. And the depths of concealed in the heart of, of the sea. And the enemy said, I will pursue them. I will overtake and I will divide the spoil. My desire shall be satisfied on them and I will draw my sword and my hand uh, shall destroy them. But you blew your wind and the sea covered them and they sank like lead in the mighty waters. My, this is a scripture of the Red Sea here. This is the parting of the Red Sea. Have you ever wondered how God parted the Red Sea? It's right here in the scriptures with the blast of his nostrils. Man, God went, and the sea opened up. Come on, it it opened up, amen. Maybe you're facing a Red Sea in your life today that needs some parting, hallelujah. Come on, well, the breath of God parts those Red Seas in our lives. The written word of God helps you and gives you a way out where it seems to be no way. Come on, if you're facing a Red Sea in your life, then open up. Listen, the written word of God. You need to open up, amen. Uh, and and you got to allow God, amen, to breathe, listen, over your situation. Why? So that you'll be able to what? Walk through them. Come on. God has to make a way. Come on. He's the only one that can make a way where it seems to be no way. Come on, you ever face a Red Sea or a situation, man, how is this going to work out? You know what, I'm I'm trapped, amen, it seems like there's no way out. I go forward, I'm stuck, I go back, there's nothing, sides, I mean, where are we going to go? It's God. When you start to read the word and word of God, when you start to allow God to breathe on you, then he parts something that you'll be able to walk through. Come on. You got to walk through the situation, but let me tell you, you ain't going to walk through with your huffing and puffing, with your own imagination or your own thought or your own understanding. You need God's understanding. Come on, somebody say amen. Come on, you need him to bring order inside your life. You need him to bring strength. And God's the only one that parts it. We part nothing, church. Come on, apart from him, the Bible says we are nothing. How many know that we need God? Tell your neighbor, you need God. Oh, you need God. Come on, you can't part those Red Seas. You ain't that bad. Come on, you can't karate chop a Red Sea. You're just going to splash. All you do is splashing and you're going to get wet. You allow God to do it. You allow him to blast it through his nostril. And he'll part that Red Sea for you. See, in Exodus it says that the enemy pursued them. Pharaoh sent his army after them when they were facing that Red Sea. And the Bible says that God sneezed. Somebody say, bless you. He sneezed. Amen. And it says that that the wall, the water opened up and it just stood up. And then it says God sneezed again. Closed up and swallowed the enemy. The Bible says they sunk like lead to the mighty waters. Exodus chapter 15 verse 8 it says, and with the blast of your nostrils the waters will gather together. Listen, church. I'm here to let you know, one sneeze from God is all you need to get rid of your enemies. Those enemies that are chasing you. Come on, somebody. God, just bless me. God, just sneeze over my situation. God, I need the breath of God. God, I need you. 
Come on, you got to open up the written word of God, church. You got to open up his word, amen. You got to let the breath of God come in in order to part those seas. In John chapter 20, verse 22, it says, And when he has said this, he breathed on them and he said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. See, when the, God's breath is on you, church, listen, he breathes power. Come on, somebody say power. Come on, you, you receive power, church. He breathes power. You receive power. Tell your neighbor, receive. See, the written word of God says that you shall receive power. Right in the book of Acts, it says you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Power in the Hebrew, in the Greek means dunamis, where we get the word dynamite, right? So God breathes and says, receive the Holy Spirit. Power comes upon us, amen. You come, you, what comes upon you is dynamite power. Come on, how many need some dynamite power? Come on, just to punch out situations, amen, punch out devils, amen, uh, punch out things that you seem to have no way to get out, or there's a situation that seems overwhelming. Well, when the Holy Spirit's upon you, when God breathes upon you, amen, you receive the Holy Spirit, it gives you power, it gives you strength, church, to overcome that situation that you're facing, uh, the Red Sea that's in front of you, amen, or whatever you need strength for, God will come and breathe upon you. You receive the Holy Spirit, and He gives you power. Dynamite power. Hallelujah. It's like Popeye with his spinach. Amen. He gets what? Power. Amen. Oh, you guys don't watch Popeye? Might peek into a younger crowd here. Amen. Come on. Everybody knows who Popeye is. Popeye was who? The sailor man. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. When his enemy came after him, he reached out. He reached out to his power source. He, he grabbed all his can of spinach, dropped it in, and power came over. He, there was times where he had dynamite power, where his fist would get big and knock out, what's his name? See, you guys know who it is. See, I, you guys are all just playing me, amen. Dynamite power, church. Why is it that we don't reach for our spinach? Why don't you reach for your can and whip some devil? Hallelujah. Come on, it's right here. We know where the source is. We know what we need, yet we don't reach out for it. We don't breathe it in, amen. We don't allow it to come in to receive that power. Call out upon Him. Receive that power. He says, receive the Holy Spirit. Power to overcome the struggles. Anyone going through struggles? One person, hallelujah. All you guys are good, doing good. Come on. Anyone going through struggles? Mind battles, frustrations, amen. The things that you, we all deal with, church. Well, you need the dynamite power. You need the Holy Ghost power inside your life. Otherwise, you know what takes over you? Your emotion takes over. And I mean, know that emotions sometimes will mislead you. Come on, uh, hatred comes in, uh, bitterness comes in, confusion comes in, uh, all this stuff comes in. Uh, come on, without the Holy Spirit. We need some power, church, to overcome those struggles in our lives. Uh, you want to have victory? Open up your word. See, people want victory, but they don't want to do this. They don't want to invest. They don't want to read. They don't want to study. They don't know. They don't understand, man, if I read the Word, it brings me understanding. If I read the Word, it brings order in my life. And if I breathe the Word, guess what? I get strength. 
It's opening up the word and doing some, you know. Come on, you, how much, you can't just take a pill and get a muscle. People want a pill just to have victory over your life. Can I just have a pill? Don't you have a, pastor, don't you have just a pill that you can give me that can just overcome this struggle? No, no. You're going to have to work. Just like if you really want muscles and you really want to get in shape, guess what? You got to earn it. Hallelujah. You got to go work it. Amen. You got to work it out. There's going to be a little sweat. Amen. A little pain. Amen. Because if there is no pain, there is no gain. Amen. Come on. Now you guys are following me. You guys are up now. Amen. That burrito's kicking in or whatever you ate right now is kicking in. Amen. You, you got you to gotta work it out. You got to work out your mind. Some of us, our minds just need some washing. The Word of God washes all that, that stuff away, church. We need the written Word of God because it brings us strength. So it brings us what? Understanding first, then order, then strength. Last thing for the day. Sister Miriam said it. The breath of God brings us life. God's Word, God breathe, God, God breath. His breath brings us life. In, Ex- uh, in Ezekiel chapter 37, verse 10, it says this, So I prophesied as, I, as He commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived. Breath came into them, and they lived. The breath of God brings life. Is there any areas in you that need to come alive? Come on, somebody. Come on, anything that's inside of you that's dead, it says, man, I need this alive again. Come on, anybody here, amen. Uh, Come on, uh, man, you don't have no joy. You need some joy to come alive again, amen. Or some happiness to come alive again, amen. There's some things in our lives uh, that are dead. How many have some dead things that need to come alive? Come on, I want to be alive. I don't want to be dead. I mean, I want to be excited, amen. And, uh, you know, just like this conference, our well conference, uh, just like when we, when we gather in the house of God, when we come together, amen. Uh, come on, we found the answer, church. Come on, uh, we should be living, not dying. Come on, this is the best. This should be the best time of our life. Yeah, we're going to go through trials. We're going to go through storms. We're going to go through battle. Jesus didn't hide that from us. He said, in this life, you are going to have troubles, tribulations. You're going, to over, you're going to face all kinds of things, but he says, be a good cheer. What? I've overcome the world. And if Jesus is living inside you, guess what? You can overcome the world because Jesus is in you, church. Come on, we, we should be living, not dying. We should not be preparing our funeral. Come on, but preparing a celebration life. Amen. Because even in our death, we still celebrate because we've got life. We got to look at it in a different way, church. Don't just focus on you. Don't focus on me, me, and sucks. We got problems. Everyone got problems. I got problems. I don't show my problems. I got problems right now, but I'm happy. Why? Because I got victory in Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, he's the author. He's the, he's the author and finisher of my faith, amen. He's the beginning and the end, amen. He's the alpha, the omega, amen. He's in control. I know at the end of the book, amen, we all win. Hallelujah. Come on. We all win, amen. So stop your crying and moping. Just start enjoying life and live. 
Let his word bring life to you in those dead situations. Amen. If you open the written word of God and allow him to breathe upon you, maybe he'll bring some joy along with it. Amen. Maybe you can smile a little better. Amen. Maybe you can enjoy this walk with God instead of saying, serving God is just boring. Because you don't have this in you. Let me tell you, if you got this in you, amen, praise God, you got to be happy. Come on, you got to be life, amen. And, what, and if you have life, guess what? It's a contagious to touch other people. And you, your breath breathes upon them and brings them life. Tell your neighbor, breathe on me. Tell your neighbor, not you. No, no I'm just playing. <laughs> Come on, you want somebody that has the word of God inside of them, that has the living word in God to breathe upon you. That's what fellowship, discipleship comes. Let me blow on you a little bit. Let me help you in this. What God gave me this morning, let me give it to you. The breath of God, church, brings life. Brings you exciting, man. You feel good. Come on, how many want to feel good? Come on. I'm talking about inside. Like that old song we used to sing, Jesus on the inside, working on the outside. Whoa, what a change in my life. Come on, somebody. Come on, we got to get back to the basics of having Jesus on the inside, not just on the outside. Come on, we know how, we know how to put Jesus on the outside. We, 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 know where we, we know where your mask is. I'm going to put on Jesus today. But your inside is just full of dead bones, ugly, disgusting. Ah. We know how to put that hallelujah smile. We know how to say praise the Lord, Pastor, everything going good, good, good. You even do a little extra good, good. <laughs> but sometimes you can only do that so much before that real you comes out. Come on. Get a little bump in the cafe. Whoa. <laughs> I've seen it sometimes, amen. I say, oh, Lord, <laughs> let it not manifest right now, amen. Come on, I've seen people at the counter. Where's my coffee? Calm down. Maybe you need to breathe some God inside of you. Amen. You know what I need to do is just put all kinds of Bibles in the cafe. Read the word first before you start talking to anybody. Brings life. Brings life, church. Come on, getting a scripture and reading a chapter, amen, brings life. You gotta, you gotta take that in. You gotta, you gotta take it in. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta breathe it in. You gotta let it allow them to speak to you, to give you life. It's amazing, church, that all the answers that, that we, all the questions that you have, that the answer's right here, and we don't use it, and we don't read it. Wait for pastor to bring it or the guest speaker to bring it on a Sunday morning. You walk in all chupado because you haven't ate nothing all week. You haven't breathed in nothing all week. Amen. You look like you've been sucking on a lemon all day. And the answer is right here. I would let pastor study. We'll let pastor read the word. He can read it to us. I can get through the week again. But Monday's rolling around, church. 
Some of you guys need this tomorrow. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Man, oh, work week. Oh, man, get up. Another week. Well, this brings you life all week. Helps you go in that workplace and show an attitude of Christ in you <laughs> instead of the world. Come on, be different. Let's be a part. Be different. Come on, bring their change. I tell my workplace, God brought me here to make you better. <laughs> That's what I do. I say, I came to make you better. And they understand that. People around me, they don't cuss. I beeped them for a long time. They understand. Oh, beep. What, what happened? You cuss or don't like that. Why? I'm here to make you better. They like that when I tell them that. I, I'm here to make you better. That's In reality... All of us should make where we're at better. Why? Because Christ is in you. Don't complain about management. Don't complain about this and that. You're going to join the rest of the group. Be separate from the group and say, you know what? I'm going to make it better. I'm going to bring joy where there is no joy. I'm going to speak life where there seems to be dead. I'm 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 going to help somebody out today. What I breathe in this morning, I'm going to breathe out on them. I'm going to give them life. Because God has given me life. Or we the Christians say, well, the hell with them. Come on. Is hell a bad word? Come on. That's what we do when we're not talking to people. We're sending them there. When we have, the, when we have life, church. Hello? Come on. Facebook. Some of you guys, man, you need to clean up your Facebooks. I'm serious. Things that should be on there shouldn't be because you're a Christian. You should be different. Well, be posting things about Christ-like things, encouragement. Don't, don't, don't be posting things of the world. Come on. We're different. I don't, I, don't, I don't do a lot of posting. All I do is check on you guys. I do. I got a Facebook account just for you <laughs> to make you better. Hallelujah. Come on, and sometimes there's times where I'm like, oh my Lord, what is she doing? What is he doing? Come on, you, you got to represent Christ. I use it for our church, social media, fight people. I'll comment once in a while about my family or something like that, but very little. I don't do a lot of responses. You know, I don't get into debate over Facebook or controversy over Facebook. Amen. I know who I am, I don't need to post anybody. Anything, but sometimes I see some of us and I'm like, whoa, what's going on there? Come on. Encouragement. Come on, somebody. Tell you never talking about you. No, no, don't, don't say that. Come on, the, the answers are right here, church. It comes to bring us life. It comes to bring us life. See, we don't open here. We don't open this. We don't use it. We don't read it. You know what we do? We complain about it. We panic. Come on. You know why? Because we have no air. Come on. We can't breathe, amen, because there is no, there is no, there's no breathing of God's Word inside our lives. The breath of God is not inside of us. So we panic. Some of you guys are freaking out. God says, take a breath. Chill out. 
Read my word. Be still. Know that I am God. We freak out because there's no breath. So we panic like we're underwater. I'm trying to grasp for, for air instead of opening the Bible. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 20 and 21 says this, Knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is by any private interpretation, for prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Come on, listen. It's the Word of God. The Word of God. Not the Word of man. The Word of God that brings life. Not your own inter interpretation of it. It's the written Word, not our Word. You cannot just pull Scripture out of content and go by your own interpretation. Come on, but you have to read the whole content, amen, and keep reading. And after you read, read again and read again. And after you do that, guess what? Keep on reading. Meditate on the Word of God because that's what brings life, church. You need more Word inside of you. Don't just read it once. You've got to keep reading it. Over and over and over and all of a sudden, boom, guess what? Bam, something clicks. I got it. I got it. Don't it feel good to get it? Man, whoa, I got it. I got it. I, it breakthrough, I got it. I got it. I got it, I got it, I got it. And don't let go of it. Because you can lose it. You gotta keep getting it. I remember one time when I got saved, after being backslidden for 10 years. God, I came back, God's moving in my life, man. I'm feeling good. Man, I'm feeling, man, I'm feeling holy. <laughs> I mean, I'm 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 God is moving. I'm happy, man. I'm safe, free. I'm I'm delivered from alcohol. I mean, God just did all kinds of stuff, but I was still having an issue within my marriage. And I couldn't understand why my wife didn't like me. <laughs> well, <laughs> and I'm not putting her on the spot, but this, this is where we came from. Ten years of being lost in the world, I get saved. I'm happy. I want to forget about everything that I did. But she, she's, her, my past is her present. And she's still living there. And I'm saying, God, how come she don't get it that I'm saved? That I'm good and that I'm delivered and I'm not sneaking around, I'm not drinking on the side, I'm not doing anything no more. I'm, 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 I'm good. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited. I'm excited for God. Amen. I'm, I'm really, God moved in my life quickly and He just did a good thing because I got into this. Amen. Hallelujah. And it started bringing me life and understanding. But as I started reading the Word of God, I was like, God, you got you to gotta tell me why, why, why? Because she don't like me. <laughs> and why are my prayers getting hindered? I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying, and it's not getting it. And, 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 and the Lord showed me about that to, to, to consider her. The Bible says to consider your wife. That he'll bring an understanding and, and, and that your prayers won't get hindered. And I realized it, it, it clicked. You know what? I'm not considering her. I'm not considering where she was at. I'm not considering what I've done. All I want to do is forget about it. But she says, man, I'm right here in it. And so God had to show me, where is my wife at? So where I went, I said, God, you made her. Show me her. 
And she did. He did. He, he told me, how, this is where your wife's at. This, and I had, to, I, had to, I had to put myself in her. I had to consider her and realize, you know what? I've been a knucklehead for 10 years. And it's going to take time for this to heal. God, I'm willing to be patient and work through this because she was patient for me for 10 years. And so God's word is what gave me that, that revelation. He's the one that says, you know, consider your wife and her ways. And your prayers won't get hindered. And as soon as I started to consider her, I started to understand her. Brings understanding. Once the understanding started to understand her, then order started to come in my lives. And then strength came. And now we're living. <laughs> hallelujah. Life came. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. That's, that's power, amen. That's, that's God. That's, that's our testimony. Salvation is right here. Me and my wife. That's, that's my salvation. It wasn't the deliverance of drugs and alcohol. That God blows that away quickly. This is the miracle. God mending something that was completely broken and destroyed by the world considering it's done. And then to turn it around and slap the world and say it's not done. It's only begun. Hallelujah. And now we're living life. We need each other. Oh, baby. <laughs> I need her, man. I, she's, she, never mind. I can get into other things, but man, I need her. And she needs me. She can't see and I can't hear. I need her. She has one bad leg and I have the other bad leg. And together we make one good leg. Hallelujah. <laughs> I can't see my life without her. That's my salvation. Christ put it and that's the salvation. That's what I fight for. Every day I wake up and I say, got to fight for this. My wife, got to fight for my Marriage, i got to keep fighting for this. This is the good thing. This is what God has done for my life. He brought life. He brought understanding. He brought order. He brought, he brought this, this strength in my life, and He brought life. When you start to get in the Word of God and understand that, then He brings life to you, church. Come on, we should be happy and full of life. Listen, God breathes as you read. God breathes as you read. The breath cannot come any other way unless you read. As you read, He breathes. He breathes upon us. Proverbs chapter 4, 20 and 22 says, in New Living Translation, says this, My child, that's you guys, He's speaking to you guys today. My child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words and do not lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. You need a healing today? Come on, let the breath of God be upon you. Come on, yes, we need doctors, but sometimes God can do it with one breath. God can bring healing in one breath. He knows your whole body, church. He knows how your body functions. Why? Because He created you. He created you. And so He can... Breathe life into situations. You know what? If someone is sick, read the Word of God over them. It'll bring life. It'll bring life. It'll bring an extension of life. It'll bring life. It always brings life, church. This is what brings it. 
The Word brings health to us. It brings life to us. Second, uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 says this, And the Lord formed man out of the dust of the ground, and He breathed through His nostril the breath of life, and the man became a living being. What brought life to Adam, what brings life to you and I, is the breath of God. Amen? The breath of God, the breath of God, the, the written word of God, all Scripture is God-breathed. God-breathed. Job chapter 33, verse 4, New King James says this, The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of Almighty gives me life. You want to live? Anybody want to live? You want to live, you need to spend more time in the written word of God. I know that, how many know that prayer is important? Come on, it's important. Prayer is important, church. Inviting the Holy Spirit into your into our services is important. Inviting the Holy Spirit into your daily lives is important, church. Reading his word, his written word is important, church, because it brings life. It brings life. Life, whatever's dead inside of you, when you start to read God's Word, it brings life, church. Come on, somebody. It brings life. My mornings are very important to me. I don't like disruption in my mornings. My wife knows that. I get up early. Why? For I can spend some time with God. I can get read the Word of God. I can spend some time, amen, inside. So the mornings are, are very important to me, amen. It's my prayer time, my, my reading time, my meditation time, my study time. Uh, you know, I breathe in God's Word, amen. Not only for me, but for my family and for you guys as well. Because why? You matter. You matter. I'm telling you, you may not feel that you matter or have no part, but I'm here to let you know you matter. If you're in this church, you matter. You matter to God. Amen. Uh, and so I, you, I do that because you matter to me. You matter to God. And everyone here is important. Uh, and so as I study the Word of God, not only is it bringing me life, but you life. I want to bring you life every time we meet. And so what I do is I breathe in during the week the Word of God. Amen. And then I release it to you so that you can breathe in the Word of God so that you can live. Breathe in. I, I want to breathe over you. I want to breathe the life over you. I want to bring the Word, man. I don't want to just have church. I don't want to just gather together. You know, I don't want to just to go through the things and our lives. Amen. I, I just don't want to come and punch in our clock. Amen. And Go home and, and say I did my good thing for the day. I, you know, I want I want to, I want you to go out living. I want you to come and say, you know what? I can make it tomorrow, Monday's tomorrow. And thank God I got some life inside of me. God, thank you. I, I want to breathe life in you. I want I want you to live out, leave this place, living, not dying. But understand today, church, that one breath of God Almighty is not enough. You have to breathe His Word on your own throughout the week. Before you go to work, school, start your day, breathe in the Word of God and be full of life, power with God all day long.
You allow Him to come and breathe. Whether you're driving, come on, a lot of our phones have, come on, you got phone apps. We, we, we talk about the phone app that you can go on here. You can do the phone thing. You can put it on play. He can read it to you. You can be driving, plug it in, and it comes to your speakers. If you don't believe me, come follow me to my car and I'll show you. For some cars, I know that other cars don't, but still, you, you can still, you've got a speaker on your phone. Breathe in the Word of God. Breathe it, read it, meditate it, read along with it. I'm reading the Old Testament right now, and I'm reading, and some words, man, I cannot pronounce. God, I, I'm standing here, I'm not going to try to fake it. If I don't know a word here, I'll change it. Hallelujah. I, I don't want to try to mispronounce it or anything or try to get another understanding of it. But, but as I read it, they're reading the Word. So guess what? I'm learning. I'm learning new words, and they're telling me. And so that's how you pronounce it. That's how you say it. That's how it sounds like. And so now the, the reader's reading to me, and so I say along with it. And we're learning together. It's like in being in school. Then the breath is me inside of me, so I'm educated, so I have understanding. I'm a little smarter. Sometimes I throw that word at somebody. I say, oh, you don't know that? No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> well, let me show you. Let me teach you. I'll bring some things to you guys to bring an understanding. So not only reading, it's dissecting the word too. In a dictionary, what does that mean? To tell you the truth, I didn't know what sinews were. Sinews. And it's tenants. And I didn't know. I said, oh, it's tenants. So I understand now. And, 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 and I, didn't, I didn't know it right when I said, read the first word. I didn't know how to even pronounce it. I had to go through the dictionary and say, senus, senus. <laughs> but I learn. I'm trying to educate myself. I'm trying to learn some words. And so there's ways that God, there's so many things and devices that we should not be lazy, church. Sometimes you don't have to do nothing. Sometimes you can close your eyes and let the Word of God breathe over you. When you're so tired and say, I'm too tired, and just press play and close your eyes. And let someone speak the Word over you. Come on, I know that we go through some tiredness in times that, you know what, it's just been a long day. But let me tell you, once you start to get into this, I'm telling you, life starts to come. You'd be there and all of a sudden, you start waking up even in your, in your tiredness. Yeah. Man, I need some more word. I need some word inside of me. I need some breath. I need some life. God, I need some strength today. I need some strength today, God. How many can use strength? Come on, God, huh? Like I said, how many can use understanding? God, I need some understanding today. See, the answers are there. I, I didn't know the answer for my wife. I didn't understand where she was. And so I had to go to God. I had to go to His Word to, for Him to say, this is what's going on. Now I understand. And it brought life. It brought strength. It brought understanding. It brought everything that I needed in my life that I was lacking instead of me saying, just get over it. Because that's what we like to do. Just get over it. Instead of trying to understand it. We want to say to people, just get over it. I don't understand it. God, I need to understand. Why is she like this? Why is that? See, everyone's looking for something. 
Everyone's going, everyone has a story, church. See, we look at the sin and we just call out the sin, but you don't know where they've been. Ooh, that made the rhyme. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. Boom, boom, boom. I'm, 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 someone needs to be writing this down. Oh. But really, you, you don't understand where they're at. And so the thing is, God word, God's Word breathes inside of us and sometimes gives us revelation and shows us things to help other people. But you've got to have some Word inside. Come on, you've got to have something inside of you in order to make a withdrawal. Can you go to the bank if you didn't put no money and take, take some money out? It'd be great, huh? Whether you, actually, you can. It's called credit. <laughs> but you've got to pay it back. Here, church, you've got, you got to put in in order to take out that you're not owing nothing. Save some word inside. Deposit some things. Put some written word. Let the breath. Let me tell you, if you have enough breath right now, you're going to need some more breath someday. Or some situation is going to pop up that's going to knock you out of breath. And so sometimes you're going to need some more breath inside of you. You're going to need some more understanding inside of you. You're going to, you're going to need some more, you've got to understand, uh, 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 strength inside of you. More and more and more life inside of you. More and more order inside of you. Somewhere down the line. So breathe in all you can. Yeah, you're doing good right now. But guess what? Something's coming. Something's coming, amen. That's like we sing that song, glory to glory, amen. There has to be battle before we hit glory. So war is coming, amen. Come on, the enemy's not just going to sit back and allow you to have church, amen. He's going to attack. Just like Brother Derek was saying in the beginning, uh, we're getting attacked, amen. It's, it's a spiritual attack, amen. Uh, problems, financial attacks. Something's going to come to knock the wind out of you, uh, and you need a lot of breath inside of you, not to run out of breath, amen, but to grab a hold of breath, amen, to get you through it, church, amen, because the devil's not going to give up, and he's not going to stop, amen, he's going to keep on and keep on because he knows his time is short, amen, and he's going to come to interrupt your life, death, and it's going to be the very breath of life, amen, that's going to get you through. It's going to get you through, church. In the time that we're living it's the Word of God that's going to sustain us. Not your own understanding, not, your, not, not, not who you are, but who He is. We need Jesus. We don't need name. We don't need... We need God. God, I want to just be God. I want to be your Son. I want to be a reflection of you. I don't want to create my own image. That's your heart. I don't want people drawn to me. I want to be them drawn to me because of Christ in me. You've got to be a reflection of you. We can't reflect it. It's not in us. God's word tells you how to dress. Tells you how to act. Tells you ladies how to put on. How to do you. Come on, not what the world's doing. Guys, it tells you how to pull up your pants. It tells you how to act, how to treat your wife, how to treat your husband, how to get along, family, how to overcome obstacles. Right here, church. We need more of this. 
God for everything that's out there, but you know what? We need God's word. That's plain and simple. The world doesn't need extra concerts, and all those are good in their thing. They need God's word. They need Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed just for a moment right now.